0: We got a lot to talk
1: about. Too much much hype. I'm
0: about to we for the culture. Hey, welcome, Rocky. We're glad to have you. I just want to be cool like you guys. I'm fucking sounds like a a socialite of hip
1: hop. (laughs) Too much hype.
0: Welcome
2: to Too Much Hype, a podcast about music, what's going on in fashion, and anything in pop culture. I'm Darcy.
1: I'm Rocky. (laughs) And I'm Devin. How was everybody is weak so far it's Tuesday
2: Ugh, it is Tuesday um I had a really crazy weekend including seeing Beyonce and Jeezy, which we'll talk about later but wow. uh yeah, I was really emotionally tired from that <laughs> the rest of the weekend because it was a fucking experience but yeah life's good how about you
1: um yeah I can't remember oh I can remember what I did this weekend uh Saturday night, I went to this, like, super random, like, backyard uh, music show in West Oakland with my friend Nicole. It was, like, the backyard was, like, magical. It was, like, super intimate. There were, like, there was, like, full-on tree coverage. There was a little stage. There was, like, Christmas lights. There was a kitchen with food in it that we could go in and eat at. Um... It was crazy. I did, like a, I did like a small little bump of ketamine in the bathroom after uh, drinking a few beers and then like immediately got the spins and had to go sit down on the driveway and talk to nonsense to uh, the two people in the front who definitely knew I was fucked up on something and were just trying to help me be cool. Uh, so kudos to those random strangers. And Sunday, um, I, I took like a four-hour nap. So, uh, you know, related? Maybe.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's an active weekend. Uh, girlfriend had her family in town, so we did the normal touristy things throughout the city. And then we went to a few cool spots out in Williamsburg, took them out into Bushwick. And, you know, it was good. It was fun. Very A lot of drinking. A lot of eating. What
2: tourist
0: specifically did you do? Um, Highlights. Highlights. What did we do? Brooklyn Bridge. Walked that. Very nice. Good weather. Um, They did the MoMo without me, which I was really sad because I was stuck at work while they were hanging out in the MoMo all day and sending me pictures.
2: That's a dope-ass museum. I've been there in New York. Very
0: beautiful. Very cool. You could spend... It's hard. I feel like it's hard to do that whole thing in a day, but a conversation. Uh, what else did we do? We went to this thing called Smorgasburg. Shmorgas- it's kind of like off the grid in, in the Bay Area. Where a bunch of different food vendors come, come out and it's right along East River. So you get a nice good view of Manhattan and it's good times, some live music, cool people. That was fun. That was probably the highlight. How do you know the people are cool? Because uh, they're really friendly. When people are talking to you, when strangers talk to each other in uh, New York, that means that means they're cool people. Oh, being friendly makes you cool now. Oh, it's a it's a low standard out here. Let me tell you, Rocky.
1: <laughs> I've been spending all this time cultivating my asshole persona, and now you're <laughs> telling me that being nice is cool.
0: It's the new hotness, man. Positivity. It was the dragon energy. <laughs> <laughs> ah did i lose you there no
1: i was i was uh spending a lot of time looking for my red bull i was so confused as to where it would would be and it was actually behind my laptop the entire time
2: i was like miming to him he wasn't getting
1: it i thought you were pointing at my hint water and i was like i fucking know where it is darcy i've been drinking it god oh,
2: damn Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's first on the docket?
1: Kanye. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh,
1: I I guess just like recent Kanye antics. I yeah. feel like I guess we've already I'm getting I'm I'm beginning to get really annoyed by this, honestly. Like Kanye is starting to annoy the fuck out of me. Like, starting
2: to interesting. Would you care to elaborate?
1: Well, okay, yeah. I guess I haven't been too fond of Kanye <laughs> recently. Yeah. But like
2: What's grinding your gears right now?
1: (laughs) How he went on, uh, like, TMZ and said that he, like, went off his meds and, like, um, that's why he ranted on Saturday Night Live about about being bullied by the cast for wearing his Make America Great Again hat and, like... Such
2: a little bitch. Like, you're going to make a statement like that and then, like, say it was because you were off your meds?
1: Um...
2: I don't know. I, I just do it or don't do it. You know what I mean. Don't yeah. do it and then make an excuse for it. I how long have you been a celebrity for? <laughs>
1: I, I read a tweet today that I thought oh. was uh, I thought was pretty funny and it was like we've been spending all this time asking Kanye and we should really be asking should Yay.
0: Ah, Yay. Uh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the whole like, I'm gonna drop an album. I'm gonna drop an album. It's gonna be dope. It's coming out on the same day that I'm performing on SNL. Doesn't drop a fucking album. Like performs on performs on SNL. Then gets all butt hurt that people don't like his "Make America Great Again" hat. Goes on a huge tirade about abolishing the 13th Amendment, which it abolished slavery. Like... He
2: he went on a tirade about that?
1: Yes. He what said that he we need to abol- abolish the 13th Amendment. Yeah. To
2: allow slavery?
1: Uh, he wants I mean, slavery to be allowed? I think it's probably... Yeah, Good. Wait, what the- I was going to say, I think it's probably fair to say that he was being misinterpreted in that case, because yeah. there's like a clause in the 13th amendment that says it's all right to enslave somebody as long as they're imprisoned, And there's a, whole oh, there's okay. a whole thing about how like institutionalizing black people is basically just the new form of slavery. Yeah,
2: definitely. I mean,
1: it's basically what new slaves is about. Yeah. Right? So,
2: okay. So that, is that what he meant?
1: That's probably what he meant, but he also just said, we should abolish the 13th amendment, which is like,
2: yeah. What Devin, <laughs> did you have something to say about that?
0: Uh, no, <laughs> not really. No. Oh, no. Uh, Kanye is, I'm just tired of the bill-like dance that he keeps doing every time a pair of shoes comes out or he wants to drop an album or he has something to promote. It's like, it's the same shit. He yeah. he, he had a picture. He, so he does this whole rollout of him moving back to Chicago and him getting back to his roots to rebalance himself. And it looks like he's heading in the right direction. And then he, he comes to New York and shows up pre-SNL show in the, the Kaepernick sweatshirt in the Make America Great Again hat. And everybody just blows up about it on Twitter and the internet, just like he wants to. And it's like, I don't know, it's such narcissistic behavior where he keeps doing this pattern of him being able to go on these ridiculous anecdotes about how he's a higher, higher thinking place, but I also fuck with Trump and this, that, and the other. And then, like, has these interviews where he formulates some idea that sounds good to make you forget about all the those antics that he just did, and then he does it right again for us to, like, keep getting caught in his web. And it's just – it's tiring. I'm, like, ready for Kanye to to surround himself by better people because right now it just seems like he's surrounded by yes-men, which is stupid. Yeah. And fucking – I don't know. I'm just – I'm exhausted dealing with Kanye. I'm just, I'm kind of off him. It's annoying. And it's just, it's the same shit. And it's sad coming from a dude that was such pro about the culture and uplifting black people to get to this point where he's basically supporting a bigot that doesn't like minorities or women. It's it's just sad.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's
1: like, he's just completely fucking disconnected and like, The the other thing that that bugs me, like, speaking of being surrounded by Yes Men, like, what also bugs me is every time he does something ridiculous, all of Kanye's fucking stands are like, no, you don't understand, this is just some sort of, like, super complex, multi-layered performance art, because, because Kanye West is a creative genius, and he's trying to make a statement, and it's like, maybe... He's just the fucking impulsive asshole who constantly speaks out and puts his foot in his mouth. Like, I've never seen anything that Kanye West does have any sort of level of nuance or performance art. He basically means what he says all the time.
2: Well, and I think he's just, I mean, it's just like a money grab. Like, I don't really think he, I think he, what he likes about Trump is Trump's ability to sort of trick people and then get to, like, basically the highest position you can get to in the world, kind of. And like, I think he's sort of trying to do the same thing. And it's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. He's, uh he never apologizes. He just sort of makes excuses. Yeah, um, but- It's pretty weak, in my opinion. But, you know, I guess we're still talking about him. So he's still getting what he wants. But it's not admirable in any way, in yeah. my opinion.
1: I don't know. I I'm pretty much like. I really think this is the last time I'm going to talk about Kanye West.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, in this, in this,
1: yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm tired of talking to people being like, why do you think Kanye did this? Like, I, I don't think there's really an expl- explanation beyond like he's completely disconnected. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He doesn't read books or read no, the media.
2: Definitely
1: not. He said in his SNL rant, like stop following your mind and follow your heart.
2: Oh, the, Jesus.
1: The media is a way of brainwashing people and training them to hate each other and push each other apart. And it's like, no, dude. There's like very real, tangible things that are happening to people that are that are having a negative impact on society. It's not like nothing has happened since Donald Trump has been elected president. A yeah. lot of shit has happened.
0: Yeah, like,
2: it's just like it, has, it hasn't affected him, so he thinks it doesn't affect anybody, which is super stupid and short-sighted and yeah
0: well hey, you got of touch it's, it makes sense when you think about how detached he is
2: yeah i guess i mean it is easy to become detached especially when you're at that sort of level but i don't know it's like if you just there's a lot of people a lot i mean especially celebrities who are super super famous and like they are choosing to remain involved yeah. and like to become more involved and to try to like steer people in a good direction and they're still promoting love etc but if they're not doing it not that he, not that he's actually promoting love, in my opinion, but... Yeah. They're doing what he says he's doing, I guess. Right. Yeah.
1: And it's just like, I don't like, know.
2: Like, Charl- Charlize Theron is like, she's queen. I really, like, respect her. And she does a lot of work for, like, charitable organizations, etc. And she really, like, practiced what she preaches. And, like, I don't think he practices anything he, pr- he, he quote-unquote preaches. I don't really know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he preaches the... The gospel of Kanye, I guess.
2: Yo, but his song with uh, little Pump, I love it. I actually like that song a lot. I was dancing to it like a couple weekends ago. And my friends who are mostly into electronic music, I like, played it for them in the car. They're like, what is this shit? And then we got to this like concert we were at, and it was playing a lot. And they're like, whoa, you were right. This is the song. It's like, yes, yeah, this is the song. It's really fun. Yeah.
1: I don't know, but I think the reason that people keep making excuses for him is because they like his music and they can't reconcile that they like Kanye's music, but they don't like Kanye the person.
2: I've reconciled that. <laughs> I still like his music, but I don't like him.
1: I don't
0: know. I'm I used to be. Like Woody Allen, can't watch his movies anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm frustrated with Kanye musically, too. Uh, if yeah, you would. This weekend, is his three SNL performances, and then you look back at. Like his black skinhead performance or his runaway performance, it's just—it's a huge drop off. I don't know. It's, I'm tired of giving him a pass. That's all. Oh, I'm just sick of giving him a pass.
2: Like yeah. he needs to do something super dope really soon. <laughs> like really soon. Um, and I
1: also—I also feel like I—I I mean, I feel conflicted by the like my change in attitude towards Kanye West because I also remember like being a kid and like just having developed an interest in his music and like liking the the college dropout and like being like wow I actually like I think Kanye West is like a pretty cool artist and then like my family being like Kanye West the fucking idiot that guy sucks blah 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 Mm -hmm. and like I remember thinking as a kid like they're just be like they don't even realize that they're just being racist and now I'm like Kanye West is a fucking idiot like
2: yeah but you've given him so many years of chances I don't know like when I've seen him live, like, it's gotten, it was so good, like, years ago. And then the last time I saw him was, like, pretty awful. So, I don't know. But, uh, I feel like we should yeah. progress this conversation to the hearings yeah. with Kavanaugh. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: Maybe you closing comments, Devin? No, I have no closing comments.
2: Okay. So, what I would like to say, like, in a nutshell, I think... Uh, it's pretty obvious that Dr. Ford is telling the truth it 's going to be more about whether people give a shit about what she said, and also, for anybody out there who thinks that what he what she is saying he did was not actually done or that it 's not possible, those are the type of people who have never been assaulted or attacked. like that is very plausible what she said and like i 've seen shit happen like in college like i 've experienced shit myself, like none of that was off base or irregular for a man to do it to a woman or for a couple men to do it to a woman. So like, I'm just very like disgusted by people's attitudes towards it. And I just can't believe, I mean, a lot of people are standing up and saying like, we believe her, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, but it's like, he acted like a Fucking child, and like if a woman had been up there and been crying and like yelling and doing all this stuff, like they'd be like, "Oh, she's completely unfit." But instead, it's like, "Oh, he's being vulnerable and exposing his emotions," and it's like it's literally gaslighting. Like he's being a little torp and I he doesn't he is not fit. He he didn't answer it. He didn't answer one damn question, like in a straight way. <laughs> so I he's just completely unfit. And if he becomes a judge, I just I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, can you imagine like getting a job after saying in the interview like, "I like beer. I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> I have like a yelling. lot of nights I can't remember." And then and he's like
2: crying for him, he's like, "I'm not going to get to be judge, and my family's being harassed. Like boo hoo. Like shut the fuck up, dude. You're trying to be one of the highest judges in the land, and you're not able to be under the scrutiny when you're literally have been accused of something so heinous. Like figure it out."
0: Yeah, I don't get why they're still backing him after this whole thing. It doesn't make sense. He's showing so much of why he's not qualified for the role. It just doesn't, it does not make sense to me at all.
2: And Trump made a comment like, it is hard to be a man, or it's hard to be a white man, or it's hard to be a man in America right now Mm -hmm. because of this, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, my, like, everything in me is, like, on fire. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to lose it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, makes me so angry. I don't know. If if he becomes a judge, it's so, there's going to be riots. I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I can shed a little bit of light on why there's so much urgency to get Brett Kavanaugh through and why the Republicans are trying so hard to do it. Uh, I mean, first first of all, um, they don't care. They don't care who's on the Supreme Court as long as they're Republican. Like, they don't don't care who it is as long as they represent Republican interests and Donald Trump's interests. And um, I don't know. I also don't... uh, uh, The thing I don't get is, like, why the obsession with overturning Roe v. Wade, like...
2: Oh, because they want to... police women and they want people to not have a choice and they want to push christian values that make no sense for our society and i don't the know the thing is just like doesn't really make any sense women are going to get the abortions anyway and then die trying yeah. I mean, that's the reality of it
1: the thing is is like evangelical christians don't even make up that large uh, of an amount of population so i don't get no. why it's so important to appease evangelical christians and Donald Trump is definitely not a fucking evangelical Christian. I wonder how many abortions so, he's
2: paid for, like for real.
1: Yeah. Like, and also it is, it's just it's rooted in misogyny. It's, it's, yeah. it's deeply rooted in misogyny about the, the idea that a woman shouldn't have a choice to choose uh, about or over what she does with her own body. Um, but then the other thing, like, the reason there's so much pressure to push this through is because, like, by November, we could have a completely different composition of right. House of Representatives. And right.
2: like I fucking hope we do. Yeah. Jesus. like,
1: um, And so, like, if they don't get their candidate on the Supreme Court now, yeah, there's a chance that they definitely won't once, you know, the people who are interviewing the Supreme Court representative have a vested interest in keeping a shithead off of the fucking supreme court right um but like this is like this is one of the most disgusting things i've i've ever like witnessed like yeah, it's, so bad. it's like supreme entitlement like it's so bad just because the guy was nominated doesn't mean he has a fuck or doesn't mean he deserves to be or be the judge like just just because this was Trump's pick, like, doesn't mean he has to be like, yeah. the thing is, is like, they're supposed to be
2: a process for a reason.
1: They could fucking spit in any direction. And within five miles, they'd hit some other fucking Republican hack who could be on the, <laughs> yeah. who could be on the Supreme court and do just as shitty of a job as the guy like Brett Kavanaugh does. That's, yeah. what, that's like,
0: what's confusing me, Rocky. Why, why Kavanaugh? Then. Why just not avoid this whole situation by spitting it in, in another direction?
2: Yeah. I feel like they're just trying to make everything as difficult and, like, make people as angry as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't think of another reason. I'm just like, why don't they just do anything normally instead of making it all, like, horrible? I, just, I literally feel like, I mean, literally as a woman, I feel like I'm a ta- like I'm being attacked so like every fucking day. Something else comes on the news, I'm just like, I am so angry all the time if I pay attention. And I'm like, I know minorities feel the same way. And I just don't understand why they can't just be peaceful for a fucking week. Yeah. Like, everything has to be, like, it's like they're so threatened. And, like, this, like, the most women ever are running for office right now. And, like, they are probably shitting their pants. Like, it's probably yeah. terrifying. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Like, okay, well, fucking no abortions anymore. Like, oh, okay.
1: There's also, there's a lot a lot of value in creating divisions between people yeah that's true you can manipulate
2: harder
0: that way
1: yeah when we when we feel divided it's much much harder to organize and create collective power so if we like and i i see it all the time too like i'm not i'm not woke enough for my woke friends i'm yeah i'm too liberal for my more conservative friends like
2: yeah, I can't
1: even, I can't even agree with people who on paper we should agree and yeah. like we vote in the same direction. And it's like, I can't, I don't even feel like I, like even when I, when I feel like I feel strongly about something like, like the Brett Kavanaugh hearing, I can't say the right thing or feel like I'm saying the right thing or feel entitled to say the right thing, the right thing. So it's like there, I mean, obviously like I'm not entitled in this scenario. Like I, I don't have the experiences that are, being, like, that are being laid out in this interview process that's going on. I've never firsthand experienced something that a woman in America might have, but it's like, I want to I be supportive and show that yeah. I'm an ally. And it's like, I can't even be supportive and show that I'm an ally in the right way because there's just so much like anger and pain that's being, that's being dug up by this process.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's really bad. I just, I just, it's, with the, with the Me Too movement, it's, like, so much of the blame is on the people who are coming forward, finally. Like, how dare you wait for so long? And, like, I don't know, I've definitely been assaulted, and, like, if one of those guys is going to be judge, I'd come forward. (laughs) And if I didn't go to the police, because there would be no proof, so I would just be told to go fuck off. Like, well, there's no proof, and, like, you have to go through all these horrible things in order to, like, accuse them, and then it's potential to ruin their life. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go through that, because there's no point, and it's going to be fruitless. But if they were like, oh, (laughs) this person is about to be, like, one of the highest judges of character in America, I'd be like, oh, wait a fucking minute. Actually, this thing happened, and so the idea anyone who says I can't believe they waited so long to come forward and must not be true, like obviously has never been through something traumatic. So yeah. That's that. I mean
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The
1: also. thing about, the thing about <laughs> it's
2: ridiculous. The like, thing
1: about trauma in general is like you don't wanna you don't wanna talk to people about it. You don't wanna like you don't wanna hear their reactions because you're afraid of what their reactions might be. Yeah. Like I don't have that experience with like I I I mean, I've never had somebody take advantage of me sexually, but it's like I have that. I have that same experience with telling people about like having family members who are di- who have died. Like, yeah, you
2: don't want to talk to people about that. Yeah, like, I yeah. don't.
1: I don't want to talk talk to people about how my dad died suddenly of a heart attack on family vacation when I was twelve.
2: Yeah, why would you like, uh, want to talk about that? I don't
1: want to tell people about how I watched my sister slowly die of cancer when I was 19. Like I, I don't want to share that with people because I don't, I don't, I'm vulnerable when they react and then they, they might react the wrong way. And then they might tell me something that makes it worse too. Like, or makes it, makes it feel or minimizes the feelings that I have about the situation. Like we as humans have a want to, carry our trauma with us and just be all right and just have everybody think we're all right.
2: Well, beyond that to like sexual trauma like that, or like, I, I guess any sort of trauma, like I actually like when it happened to me, I actually blacked it out for like eight months. And then I didn't really remember until I woke up like in a fever dream, basically. And I was like, fuck. And so like at that point, it's like, I really couldn't tell anybody. Cause like, or I mean, especially not anyone of any sort of like authority. Yeah. And like her experience sounds fucking disgusting and like horrible. And like, I, w- I mean, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, basically all I know is like when I read these like, comments on like, you know, Instagram or any sort of social media about how she's lying or how you know, any, anyone who comes forward later with like Bill Cosby or whoever else is like not telling the truth, it's just like, you've clearly never been through any sort of trauma. <laughs> if that's yeah. really how you think about it is the point. Yeah.: Yep.: um, Yeah. So he's an asshole. I really hope he doesn't get in I, I mean. Let alone what he did to the to Doctor Ford, like just his temperament in general makes them completely unfit. Yeah. So like I right. don't understand why this is still an issue, but that's fine.
1: Um, the SNL sketch. Did Did anybody watch that? No. SNL can you sketch? like talk
2: about it? Like, what did they?
1: It was uh, Matt Damon playing Brett Kavanaugh.
2: That sounds amazing. And obviously. they
1: basically didn't even have to write a anything like he just did he the just same shit. like basically yeah
2: <laughs> that's just, actually
1: amazing <laughs> because that's how fucking ridiculous it is like you can't even write satire about this shit because it's already as ridiculous as it co- could possibly be like it's already a fucking circus
0: yeah did you watch it Devin? no i didn't watch it yet but, uh
2: the onion had a funny thing it was like a picture of Brett Kavanaugh like yelling and it's like nation urged to be extra, extra sensitive to men reliving trauma of not getting something. It's, like, oh, hold on. <laughs> it's certainly not easy to watch Brett Kavanaugh live out his nightmare on the national stage. And our hearts go out to all the men who have ever experienced something familiar. If you know a man who's ever been denied something, who even feels that they, that they have been denied something, be sure to make time to check in with them and let them know how that you support them. And I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, or even feels like they've been denied something. I was like, oh my god.
1: Like, yeah, that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, to try to tie up this topic on a bit more of a hopeful note. Like, sure. It does at least give me hope that people are so energized by what's happening. Like, it makes me believe that if we and work together we can hopefully create a positive change even though like everybody has had to basically live in this slow-moving car crash for the past <laughs> two years
2: like <laughs> slow moving car crash is amazing <laughs> oh my god any, any closing thoughts Devin? All the way on the east
0: coast, yeah, I think no it's wrapped up very well, I think that was uh, that was good. I have nothing to add all of me, all, uh, needed to be said was said well done
2: <laughs> okay let's what's, what's what's up What's next? uh Devin,
1: how about uh talking about the new season of insecure
2: no, Devin, break it down break it down
0: oh, break it down insecure um Oh, it just wrapped up its third season. It was great. I really enjoyed this season. There's uh, a lot of classic moments. I don't want to ruin or give up any spoilers for any of the listeners who are currently watched it or haven't watched it yet. I really recommend everyone watch it. It's like, uh, it's about, I don't know it, how to explain it. It's like a, a. I can explain it. It's like a black version of girls. but Oh, it's with, way better than that though. It's yeah, way better than that. No, yeah, it is. It's, it's like, but it's funny. It's less off the rails how girls got. Yeah. It's, it's funnier and much more relatable, I feel like.
2: Yeah, I guess it is kind of like girls, though. There is like kind of four of them, but it really only, yeah, it is, it is kind of like girls. It's the same format as girls where there's like, they're in their, their late 20s or whatever, and like they're, there's four of them. But Issa, Issa Rae is the creator, main creator of the show with Larry Wilmore, right?
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, and she, like, writes most of it, and um, she, like, she's, like, kind of into music, so she, there's, like, a lot of scenes of her, like, rapping in the mirror, which is, like, funny as fuck, and, like, giving herself pep talks. Um, yeah, I mean, and, like, for, I mean, to spoil, like, past seasons, I guess, not this season, like, she cheated on her, like, long-term boyfriend, basically, because he, like, was, like, a, being a couch potato, and, like, wasn't really contributing, and, like, mm-hmm. I just relate to that so heavily. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, I can't even like, I don't know. Like she just, um, it's, it was really cool to see like a, a young female yeah. character, like do something like fuck up like that. Cause like, that's just not really like a common thing. Um, yeah. it just shows hilarious. And it just shows her like trying to deal with being single and stuff. And like, she like coins this term hotation, which like me and my friends have like taken to be our own. Cause it's just so fucking funny. Like <laughs> describing like your, circle of dudes you hook up with basically um <laughs> yeah but that the season was just really funny like i don't know like j- just one episode is like they go to coachella and like the
0: Coachella episode was hilarious
2: so, so fucking funny and like um the character i most identify with is this chick kelly and she's just like <laughs> do you agree with that
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> that's really fair
2: She's <laughs> just like, yeah, but they like go to this like party and they like, you know, end up like doing drugs and then they like, it kind of like fucks up their shit and they like kind of overdo it and it's just like very fucking hilarious. I mm-hmm. don't know. But yeah, I highly recommend Insecure on HBO.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's anything
2: arresto.
1: Anything in particular about this season that stood out to you, Devin? You seem to feel like it was like more uh, if- strong than the, the past ones?
0: Yeah, I felt like they, they, the writing was at its best so far in the series. They did a really good job at flowing the episodes together. And when it came to setting up jokes or, or funny situations, they were really good on the setup part. Because I felt like you could see the calculated steps they were taking in the past season, and the, the punchline would still be funny. But in this one, they found their rhythm. And I found their like style. And it just felt very natural throughout the whole season. It was really good, and all the actors are just flowing. It's good.
2: Yeah, they're so they're so good. It's just such a fucking funny, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I've only been able I've I've only watched the the first two seasons, but uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's just a like it's an incredible show with like so much so much heart, and like Issa Rae is really fantastic. She's hilarious. I love her interactions with the with the kids in her school how they are (laughs) all constantly like clowning on her Mm -hmm. but then she's actually like kind of the cool teacher at the same time I just feel like it's like it's pretty realistic
2: (laughs) yeah it is more realistic yeah it is realistic and like the way that they display like dating and stuff like in our for our like generation or like you know people just a couple years older than us like it's pretty real like yeah they talk about ghosting they talk i mean all that shit they like address it really well um yep 10 out of of 10 um
1: did everybody watch the new season of bojack horseman
2: yeah i'm like still i haven't finished it but i'm definitely watching it how about you Devin
0: i did what do you think I, BoJack Horseman is my favorite, one of my favorite shows on television right now. I thought the season was great. It was every the past four seasons, three seasons have just been incredible and in being yeah. really funny and very real and thoughtful. I just
2: watched the episode where they go through Mr. Peanut Butter's like past relationships, like via Halloween parties. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, That's I was like, fuck.
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, that show. Does like an incredible job of dealing with like mental illness in a very real way, like, uh, like addressing depression and like substance abuse. And, like, um, I don't know, there's some really like, there's some really poignant lines in this season about like. Kind of like how humans are always fixated on this like good person bad person dichotomy. Like, am I a good person or am I a bad person? Like, if I do bad things, then I'm a bad person. If I'm a, if I do good things, then I'm a good person. But it's like everybody does good and bad things, and nobody is a good or a bad person. Yeah, you're people. Like, um, it's that show can make me laugh out loud so often, but then it also like. Kicks me in the stomach all the time with how fucking real they, it is, and it's like a movie or it's a show about anthropomorphic animals who live yeah. in in Hollywood without the D. Like, yeah. Um, did you or is it okay if I spoil one episode, Darcy? I don't
2: care. Yeah, I, I rewatch that show anyway once I watch it. There's <laughs> it doesn't a, matter. That
1: that one episode in particular was just incredible in how they pulled it off. I don't know, actually, this might have been before the Mr. Peanut Butter episode, but the,
0: yeah, the, you're the, the whole... What's that? What, Devin? Go ahead. No, I know it's the episode you're going to say, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. The one that's just the monologue?
0: Yeah. On, oh, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. A picture, or not a picture, either. When he's speaking at the wake? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, no, I did see
1: that. Yeah. That, yeah, that was, like... It was gnarly. It was nuts. I mean, I I didn't realize twenty six minutes had passed by the time that that episode was over.
2: Hey, uh, dude, the shoot was long.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean that di- that dementia episode is one of the like most heartbreaking episodes. Of so sad. Any shit I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Incredible storytelling and how they set up that episode. That was yeah. That's the best episode of the series, hands down. Yeah.
2: Yeah, in terms of like realness and seriousness, but like the my favorite episode of the series that I've seen so far is when they go to Diane's like like family home in Boston and there's like the actual like black sheep of the family there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that shit's so funny. Yeah like her family's reaction she's like oh princess diane like blah, blah. and like and then she like ends up going fucking crazy like that like that's one of the funniest episodes i've ever seen like especially when she like makes she's like oh stay in the car and then she gives him a kaleidoscope and then he's like i don't want to look oh shapes and colors of likes of which i've never seen it's like i don't know it's just very fucking funny that's like the funniest episode i think but yeah they call her cry
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> like little cry <Cry-Anne. laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I also think the, I don't know, the plot line uh, I can't remember standing on top of my head right now, but the guy who's played by Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad," oh. uh, the whole plot line of him being asexual, is so yeah, Todd. the whole plot line of him being asexual is very, very interesting as well, and not yeah. something that you really see portrayed in television.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. Interesting. Just like an episode where they're like slipping out of this like family lube. <laughs> like, oh, <Jesus>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
2: oh my god! I like felt weird watching that.
0: <laughs> it's <so strange. laughs> it's
2: worth. Well, well, we've all, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the barrel of lube is worth so much money.
1: <laughs> we've all been there, right? Oh my god. Totally. Come on, that's. That's like typical first time you meet the family shit, right, guys? Yeah. Literally,
2: I'm so amped that my mom doesn't try to like, sexually compete with me. Like, that would be the <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, me too. Yeah, man, that's something I don't want to think about.
2: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I've had friends. They're not and you know,
0: human, they're my parents, okay? <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs>
1: So speaking of the family lube, Darcy, tell us about your tell us about your trip. Oh
0: wow. my god! Tell us about Run your trip of to applause. the future. Wow. Round of applause for Rocky right there! <laughs> Greatest segue <laughs> I've ever heard in my life.
2: Oh my god! That was such a disgusting transition. <laughs>
0: Go ahead, Darcy. Go ahead, Darcy
2: my fucking family so
0: set uh
1: set the stage what's the Folsom Street Fair for the people who are uninformed
2: yeah for all you people who have never been to San Francisco during October or September I don't know whatever it was on Sunday uh Folsom Street Fair (laughs) it was September Folsom (laughs) Street Fair is uh it's pretty famous it it spans across like it's from 8th Street to 13th Street on Folsom Street in San Francisco and it's a fetish festival So what that means is, like, when you walk into there, there's, like, food, drinks, music, like, merch tents, and, like, places you can buy things, and then there's also, like, tents where people are being, like, tied up and whipped, like, live, like, sexual performances happening, like, um... People being walked around on leashes, like literally people like touching themselves on the side of the street, just like really crazy shit. And like kind of anything goes like you see like a lot of nudity, a lot of like different types of bodies being like displayed in different ways. And like just a lot of shit that like you've probably never seen before. Um, I saw a lot of people being walked around on leashes this time with like full gimp suits and like or like pretty much nothing on. Um, Yeah, I was just walking through there because a I was in the area for brunch. Sure. <laughs> and B, you no, know, literally a I was likely
1: like, story. <laughs> what an alibi!
2: No, shut up. <laughs>
0: literally,
2: <laughs> literally, I was like, I'm going to my friend's um, birthday party in Santa Barbara on a land shark. A land shark is a bus that goes around and then it goes into water like a boat. And the theme is pirates. Wow, you've actually done that. Yeah, I've done it several times, but I'm about to do it again. Um, and the theme is pirates. And so you have to dress like a pirate to be on this, in this party. And so I wanted to find like a leather corset thing. Like that's what I wanted. Cause I want to put it over this like white lacy shirt I have and have like a headscarf and like fucking pirate boots and all that shit. So that's what I wanted. So I was like, Oh, like Folsom Street Fair today. Like, let me go like look around and so I'm, like, walking through this festival, like, by myself, and, like, I've done it in years before where I've been, like, with my super hot gay friends, and, like, I, like, actually dress up and, like, run around, but, like, this time I was just, like, in my brunch gear, like, walking by myself with my sunglasses on, and I I ended up finding this, like, pretty absurd, like, um, I can only describe it as, like, a leather, like, Collar slash bustier <laughs> situation, and it kind of works for a pirate thing. But I like kind of like just like gravitated towards the tent, and then the chick who came, she's like, Hi, and she had like crazy eye makeup on, and like basically was just wearing broad underwear and like fishnet tights. And like she was just like, Let me like sell you this thing, and I was like, Oh my god, and like it was actually really fucking cool. And so I bought it. Um, yeah, I have a picture of it in the context of my pirate costume, which I can show you. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy. That's what I bought. Yeah. It's like a it's like a ruffled leather collar that like snaps in front. That's it.
0: <laughs> so are you going yeah. to wear it on Halloween? I can
2: send what? it to you now. What? Wait, what?
0: Are you going to wear it on Halloween? Like when are you gonna wear it first? Like, I'm gonna
2: wear it next weekend. Um uh, when I go to Santa Barbara as a pirate. And I have right, this like pirate right. shirt thing with it. Um, but yeah, I texted my gay. I texted my gay friend DJ, and he was like, "Yes, <laughs> I bought <was laughs> like, this thing." He's like, "Let me see it." I was like, "Okay," but yeah, it's it's pretty fun there. Like I don't know, it was a whole. thing I mean, you, like in years before, I've seen some really crazy shit. I don't know how like much you want me to go into detail about the crazy shit I've seen, but yeah,
0: <laughs> that's also. Yeah, yeah. what's, what's the crazy shit you saw in the three hours you were there?
2: Well, I didn't see it this time, but two years ago, I saw, like, some of the... Like, it's really gross. Like, do you want to hear? <laughs> like, you so actually... you were
1: just in the, the area for brunch two years ago, too? No, right? no, no. Like, I told you, like two, years ago, real.
2: like, two years ago, I, like, dressed up, put on, like, a leather skirt and, like, all this shit, purple <laughs> lipstick, and, like, walked around with my gay, my gay friends who were in their underwear and harnesses, like, I, like literally walked around. And what I saw that year was... <laughs> A dude like standing in the window of Victorian like it's like those are like big windows right and you could see his whole body except for his head and um, he was just wearing hiking boots and he was masturbating and like there's a whole crowd beneath him like yelling and like cheering and shit. It was crazy. Like, like and he was like super fit and had a big dick, and I was with gay guys, and so they like needed to see. And I was like, okay, and I just stood there. I was like, I guess I'm watching this. Like, is this
0: hey, happening? I mean,
1: good for that guy. Now you can say he's done that. And there's know? like, like
2: there's literally a crowd of probably 150 people like yelling, like and like uh, clapping. I mean. It was crazy. <laughs> what, Devin? Uh,
0: what things did you yell, Darcy?
2: I didn't yell anything. I was sort of like, do uh, I? Look at this do I not look at this? I ended up looking. <laughs> like, well, I'm here, you know, like whatever. But I just made sure to be like far enough away that I, nothing, like, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, didn't want to interact in any real way. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you mean, but for sure, for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, full <Folk laughs> very crazy. It's like very. It's like. You know, it's definitely the... And there's so many people, too. You're like, damn. Like, everyone's a freak, especially in San Francisco. So, yeah. That's one of those things that I hope happens in San Francisco forever, because it's just, like, people are so weird here, and you have to, like, let them be weird. Yeah. You know? There's, like, not another option, so.
0: Dope. You're gonna go next year?
2: (laughs) Yeah, if I'm here. My friend Michelle was so butthurt. Like, she was here with her boyfriend for the weekend, and she's like, "Oh my god, I want to go!" And I was like, "Yeah, it's hella fun. Come!" And he's like, "No, we can't. Like, we have to catch our flight." She's like, "Fuck our flight!" He's like, "We have to catch our flight." And she was texting me. She's like, "God damn it! Like, let me know what you see." I was like, "Yeah, it is like crazy. Like, walking around is super. Like, you just walk and you just hear someone like yelling, and then you look and they're just like getting whipped." And you're like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, have you ever been to
0: it? No, I've not been. I, I've heard of it. I've I've seen pictures from my friends uh, I'm going, but I've never been.
2: It's crazy. No, I've never I've never been. Um, oh one more crazy thing I'll say. So like last year we went, we were walking through it, and I see a beware of dog sign and I was like, oh a dog, and I turned in the corner, it is not a fucking dog. It is, <laughs> it is a person dressed in a leather like dog outfit, like on their hands and knees, like pretending to be a dog and being like pulled on the leash and shit. I was like, Oh, I was like not ready for that one at all. I was like, oh, <laughs> Like oh, it's crazy.
1: Um, Dope, dope, dope. I do have like a quick five like second comment though on the kink community or like the kink community as a whole. Sure. I have I have nothing against kinks. Like I totally understand that you know sometimes you get weird boners. You lean into that. You lean you lean into that. You know. Oh my god. Just discover the source of your weird boner. But, as a person who lives in a non-monogamous relationship lifestyle, it is very hard to find other people who are in non-monogamous relationships who also don't have some sort of kink attached to it. (laughs) And for, like, a guy who's pretty vanilla sexually, like... (laughs) A good leak. <laughs> For a guy who's pretty vanilla sexually, it's super frustrating.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rocky.
2: <laughs> oh, that was great. That was amazing. So what? So if you have what if you had? do?
0: Uh, the lean into it. That's a good bit right there. Good. <laughs> I wish
2: that there was more open couples who weren't so kinky. Yeah, it? I mean,
1: I wish that like there were other people who were non-monogamous who also maybe just like want to hang out and go to like a cool bar and maybe like see a cool band or like
2: not have you like Stomp uh, on them. Yeah, <laughs> not
1: not be like, hey, can you just take your feet or your shoes off and stomp on this cake for me?
0: Oh my God. <laughs> oh my I'm God. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Do we have time for this story? Do we have time? Oh, was that
1: was that oddly specific? Yes, yeah. that was beautiful. These are normal things, guys. That was it's wonderfully wonderful specific.
0: Thing.
2: Did that actually
0: happen? I question, okay. question. Uh, that's just like a, a weird kink that I've heard about, where people kinks. step on the so Heard about? I knew you had a kink too, Rocky. I knew it. I was I was just going to brunch, okay. <laughs> Fuck I was off. just going to brunch. You
1: know
2: what? Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs>
1: um, oh,
2: god, I was just going to brunch. I, already, I did go to brunch. I have a picture to prove it. You're the worst. Of course you
1: do. What's the picture yeah. of? Actual, my soup. <laughs> of course it is. But did you post it on Instagram?
2: I mean, I posted my story. My
1: fucking god. <laughs>
2: My everything you hate about the generation? Yeah. <laughs> are you
1: excited that pumpkin spice lattes are back?
2: No, I'm actually not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like those. I don't believe you. They're too sweet for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot takes on the Carter Five. Anybody? Oh my god, dude! Loved oh, it. I,
0: wait. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, what?
2: Pleasantly? What do you mean, Devin? Oh, elaborate.
0: Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the Carter Five. Uh, I thought Wayne had a good shot, or my expectations at least had Wayne kind of being in a sound that was probably a little dated and more of a pedestrian wing. Um, Although this, this wasn't as good as like Carter Two or Carter One or No Ceilings or anything, it was still really, really good, and it didn't sound. It didn't sound dated. Not too dated, maybe a few tracks, but overall I was really impressed. There's a lot of features. He didn't need that many features, but it felt good to see Wayne in a place where it sounds like this record did really well.
2: That's good. Is he over his like trauma his drama with Birdman?
0: Yeah, I think this this was released on cash money instead of young money, so that's not going to Birdman. And I think Birdman is has to, is owes him a lot amount of money, so he's out of that sticky situation.
2: Who runs Cash Money?
0: Uh, Wayne owns it.
2: Oh, that's good. You mm. couldn't think of a more divergent name than <laughs> Cash Money.
0: Well, Cash Money came first before Young Money. Oh. That's like juvenile. Oh. Huh? Okay. Um, or Hot Boys.
1: Yeah. I really enjoyed it, too. I mean, I think, uh, it's a little long, like, I don't think every track is amazing, like, and I I think, like, it's like 20, 23, 24 tracks or something, it's like, it's like a almost a two-hour long album.
2: Well, he's been waiting a long time. I know,
1: (laughs) I know, and it, I honestly, like, it is more exciting to wait so long for an album and then get, like, such a massive offering than it is to, like, be really excited about an album and then get uh, a 30 songs. minute long album with seven songs yeah. i don't know i mean like like recent albums from other artists um <laughs> uh and, but i gotta say mona lisa is like one of the the fucking best any tracks i've, I've ever heard of all time <laughs> like that's fucking sick yeah and Kendrick Lamar's verse in that is pretty sick.
0: Something special.
2: I can't believe I didn't listen yet. I'm going to have to listen. Do you think it could have been edited down more?
0: That yeah, one? he could have gotten rid of six tracks, I think. Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like you should have done that then, because if you had just put out like a super solid, like tight album of work, maybe it'd be received. I mean, I don't think people, I think people are just excited to have it.
0: Yeah, I think it's sold 510,000 units, or however they hey. calculate it now, so. It did hey. well. Very well.
2: That's great. Hey. Good, good for you, Wade.
1: <laughs> All right, I have to pee, Darcy, but tell the world about your Beyonce and Jay-Z experience.
0: <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs>
2: Ugh, you guys, like, they're so amazing. And, like, basically, like, have you seen Jay-Z live before, Devin?
0: Uh, yeah, I've seen them both
2: oh together!
0: Yeah, so at Coachella, this past
2: oh, dude, okay. So that I mean that was probably super dope as well. I'm assuming it was. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, this was fucking extraordinary. Like DJ Khaled opened, who like whatever, he just bouncing around stage. He actually danced a bit, which I was like screaming about because I thought it was hilarious. Um,
0: Jeez. how were the dance moves how would you rank them or how they were them? good
2: dude. he was doing some like quick quickness with his feet i was very surprised i was like okay um yeah, yeah and he brought on some like bay area like talent which like i didn't really know the people that well um but that's fine i mean it was still fun and then yeah they just like their whole narrative with on the run Two is like them going to like the sickest locations ever and like escaping people and like Getting in trouble and I'm like running and like there's just like all the shots were so sick and like mafia esque, Um, yeah. So like the the creative art direction in terms of like the set and like the videos and all that like the themes were just amazing and then ah, Beyonce is just like a fucking goddess. Like I was with a girl who didn't know me very well and she told me after the concert like I was with a really good friend and like her friend. And um, the girl who I was just getting to know said after the concert that every time Beyonce came on stage in a new outfit or like did anything, I'd be like, holy shit. (laughs) 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 Apparently I said that every time. She was amazing. Like she was like, I mean, she was dancing. Her singing ability is incredible. Like she sang Resentment. So, like, she sings that song, Resentment, which is, like, basically a very gorgeous song about what a shithead Jay-Z was for cheating and, like, how she wants to kill this bitch that, like, he cheated on her with. And she sings it in, like, a beautiful angelic dress and it's, like, acapella, basically. And, like, he has to hear that every night, I think. <laughs> My like, dang. And, like, there's a lot of people behind us, like, Fuck that bitch, Beyonce! Like, 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 the cool thing about those the concert is like everyone there's a super fan because it's like three hundred plus dollars for like the seat, basically. And right. like everyone there is like so fucking into it. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, they did really cool shit. Like an example I can think of is like they would like weave their songs together and then like end up with a song that they do together from like their new album or like whatever. So like, like Jay Z did like Ninety Nine Problems and then it wove into Ring the Alarm and then that wove into um like 19 90-